Uh, I want to come to the property dispute in a moment, which underlies so much of this in Sheikha Jarrah. But, but at the moment, what is your view of the situation? Neither side seems to want to back down. And international diplomacy, which one would normally expect the Americans to take a very strong lead in, doesn't seem to be doing very much. What is your view? Thank you for uh, uh, asking me to speak today. The, the current situation is tragic. Uh, there is death and waste of life. There is an urgent need for de-escalation. You ask uh, who can act. The United States is a, a natural actor as uh, Israel's closest ally. Uh, Egypt, the neighbour to the west of, uh, west of Israel, uh, has a close working relationship with Hamas. And the United Nations security coordinator based in Jerusalem will be intervening as well. The immediate need is to de-escalate, to stop the rockets, to stop the airstrikes, to end the killing. But the important point to make is that um, we've been here before in 2008, 2012, 2014, uh, fighting between uh, Hamas and Israel. And the outcome has been truces, has been diminution of violence, but no means of addressing the fundamental issues, the issues that you touched upon of occupation and of settlement and of displacement of Palestinians. Well, just, just one further comment about the violence. You know, I remember the second intifada there in the year 2000. Um, to get things back under control takes a great deal of time. And on the diplomacy, how much damage do you think was done by Trump's presidency in terms of the recognition of Jerusalem as Israel's uh, capital and what the Biden administration can do to catch up now? Trump was bad for everybody, I think. Trump was bad for Israel as well as for the Palestinians, but he was particularly vindictive towards the Palestinians. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, with a clean slate and uh, a new beginning, has an opportunity. Uh, he has many priorities, as you, as you know, uh, domestic and foreign, including Iran, China. Um, this crisis will focus attention in Washington, in London, in Brussels, uh, around the world, in how to control the situation immediately. But uh, I come back to my point. If we just fix it temporarily and patch it up and leave, it, leave things as they are, the fundamentals will not be addressed and this will recur. We need to avoid that. OK, uh, and Britain, of course, has a, a terrible reputation in the actual design of what is happening now. You, you are representing the Balfour Project, uh, presumably obviously going back to the Balfour Declaration in 1917. Uh, and I mentioned a moment ago the Sheikh Jarrah uh, area, which is occupied by so many Palestinians at the moment, many of whom were... Uh, who lost their property in 1948 for the creation of Israel, but also um, some of those uh, properties there were occupied by Israelis, or Israelis lay claim to them, having lost their property uh, in the division of property under the British and the 1948 division of property there. What, what can be done about that? Because there are legal arguments on both sides, uh, and no one seems to know which is right. What we need is the application, rather than simply talking about uh, the application of international law. Under international law, Israel, as the occupying power in East Jerusalem, uh, the rest of the West Bank and Gaza, has certain responsibilities. They're clearly defined. They include 
responsibility to treat, to treat the citizens that they have occupied on the same level as their own, with the exception of security considerations. What's happening in reality is that the settlement project of Israel, successive governments of Israel in the West Bank, including East Jerusalem, which is illegal under international law and will be looked into, I trust, by the International Criminal Court, um, that activity has been going on for decades, growing. The Sheikh Jarrah uh, episode, the tragic episode of Sheikh Jarrah and the potential eviction, the current eviction of Palestinians from homes they've lived in for decades, more than half a century in some cases, is an, is an example of that. You're right to mention the, the legal position. Um, but if it's the case that Israelis are entitled to claim land that they may have occupied back in the, the 19th century, then the same applies to Palestinians. Palestinians should have the right to claim back the land from which they were evicted back in 1948. That's not the case. So using international law, using the fact that the International Criminal Court has said that it has uh, legitimacy to look into this issue, war crimes by Hamas, war crimes, potential war crimes by Israel. I think that's a way to go. But, but litigation is not the ultimate solution. The ultimate solution, I believe, is that Israel should recognize the rights of the Palestinian people in the occupied territories to self-determination. Self-determination meaning the opportunity to create their own sovereign, secure state alongside the state of Israel. We're not there. The current Israeli government and the next Israeli government will not want that. They're offering sovereignty minus limited autonomy, but continued occupation. And that's not acceptable to the Palestinian people. A word, if I may, about the British role. You're well, right about the... Very, very briefly, if you would, please, yeah. Yes, absolutely. The, Bal the Balfour Project is a charity that looks back at what we did in the 30 years that we, we ran the place and tries to ask what should we do now. And the key point for us right now is recognition by Britain of the Palestinian state alongside Israel as a contribution to peace with justice. All right. Sir Vincent Fulm, uh, thank you very much indeed. Uh, good to speak to you here on uh, BBC News. Uh, let's go straight to Tom.